0: Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contributeathearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of of Hearthcast.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 92 of Hearthcast, recorded for you on Sunday, November 6, 2011, and made possible by the kind folks at Riptide Software and RiptideCloud.com. We are casual players, talk about wow, we talk about life. And we talk about all points in between.
2: Our show may contain profession pointers, interface ideas, or drama-free dungeon guides. All of which
1: we hope you find useful as players of the world of Warcraft.
2: In this episode, we're going to share with you a few features we would like to see in the next expansion.
1: Yeah. This is
2: part one of that.
1: Part one.
2: Part one. Um, we also have a new segment for you guys called More Cowbell. More Cowbell. But we'll tell you a little bit that later
1: yes we will um
2: corner of carnage insights a demonic rip uh rick not demonic rip that would be
1: the demonic rip would be kind of bad <laughs> that'd be bad yeah smelly oh i thought you're talking about like you rip your pants oh i was thinking like you
2: rip one yeah <laughs> <Demonic>. <laughs> Ooh, i want to make a tune that now demonic rip
1: demonic rip yeah. you wouldn't see it coming well oh, he wouldn't i'm sorry it was bad
2: Oh, you're terrible. Um, we also have an update on our Zagger Guide content. We're
1: actually announcing the winner for last month and the the way you're going to win this month Ooh, for the no- yes. month of November. Hearthcast, of course, is the fastest-growing podcast of its kind, and we simply couldn't do it without our awesome sponsors. Hearthcast season three is proudly sponsored by Zagger Guides. Grinding is a thing in the past. Find how you can win your very own copy of Zagger Guides this month and every month. Right here at HearthCast.com, all you need to do is keep on listening. System.com, N-E-I-M-G, the International Mastermind Group. Image is everything. Get a hold of Mike. Find out how you can become part of the International Mastermind Group. Get all your questions answered and most of your answers questioned. And, of course, Carnage. What to say about Carnage? I'm sorry. Carnage is still with us. Carnage is awesome. I just uh spoke to Carnage for the very first time.
2: Audibly. Yes, you audibly. Heard his voice for the first time. Yes, we oh. were on
1: the Mumble on on the Horderly's The Mumble. Mumble. Yeah, on the Mumble server. Yeah. And he asked me a question and I was kind of thrown by it because it was a question about the show and we normally don't, don't get you know that in depth of a question from our guildies about the show. And so I'm like, uh who, who's this? And he's like, this is Carnage. You know, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, because all along I thought he was y- younger than <laughs> than what he. I thought he's a twelve year old kid. I really. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. His stuff's still very good, regardless it's of. Not what.
2: like it's poorly written or anything.
1: No, no, it's great. It's wonderful stuff. I just, you know, you know when you have in your mind for some reason when you, you think somebody's going to be a certain way, and then they're not, and you're like, well, that's not how I envisioned you at all. That's
2: called stereotyping.
1: Okay, so maybe I think PVPers are 12 year old kids with nothing <laughs> better to do. I think so. To...
2: <laughs> You're a K with Raiders. Apparently, all PVPers are just 12 year
1: olds. So, sorry <laughs> about that. But go check out the non 12 year old uh, Carnage over at Carnage1320 of our YouTube's. You can get there by going to youtube.com forward slash Carnage1320 for the best in wild PVP videos.
2: I want to give a shout out to our guildmates that's in Hordalies on Deathwing. Especially to Hoof It, Robocop, Hind and Taz, and too Moore more to mention. We love you guys.
1: Yeah, with a special shout out Golden Hind, and he knows why. Hmm. And it's not it's... no. Okay. He knows why.
2: Okay. Also our Facebook friends, that's Facebook.com slash Hearthcast. Find us there. Um, our Twitter peeps. Um you can tweet us at our at you can tweet us at Hearthcast for the show. At Hearthcast for me at Hearthcast Root for Root. Also, I give a special shout out to Get Fire Punk.
1: Get firepunk. Punk. Yes. Get fired up, oh, Punk.
2: Oh, there's a Friar in it. There's an R. Oh, Friar. Get
1: <laughs> Are we back to the demonic rip thing again?
2: Yeah. Get <laughs> <G-Fryer> fire <laughs> Punk, yes.
1: So what, what's up with this guy?
2: Um, he pointed out some technical issues that we're having with the show, so oh. we were hoping to fix those.
1: Oh. Yeah, I've been working with Hoofit Hoof- a little bit on that, just giving him the overall design of what we got here and what we're kind of limited with right now. Mm. So, and Paul and some other people. So, so hey, hey, Freckle Face, hey, Root, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good.
2: I'm well, all rested. You're rested, yeah. Because
1: you got that extra hour. Oh yeah. 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 Does that really make that much. Oh, it
2: makes it a difference. Huge difference. Uh-huh. I do not do well when I don't have sleep. I know. I know you regularly function on little to no sleep, but <laughs> I do not.
1: I give the outward appearance of functioning on little to oh. no. So, how, you know, what's up with you this week in the world of Warcraft?
2: Oh man, we have to go back so far.
1: It's, it. You know, our schedule has been off.
2: It has been off. We put off this um, episode a few times. Yeah, we did. But we did fun stuff.
1: Yeah, we did. Well, yeah. I'll talk about a little bit later. will talk about it later. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, so, and wow, um, you know, last time we were recording, um, it was still Hallow's End. So, just a little update on that. I did, I never did get the title on my Pally. Okay. The Hallow's End Achievements. I could never put out the fire. The one where uh. you have to coordinate with people. It just never worked out. Maybe I was hanging out in the wrong place. I was in Brill instead of...
1: That's where I was. Which is no, no, I was City. not in Brill. I was in the one right in front of... Um, right. Orgrimmar. Uh, Orgrimmar.
2: See, I know that Orgrimmar is more crowded than Undercity. I knew that Undercity had all the dailies for the event, so I figured there'd be more people there. Okay. Well, there just was never enough people to put out the fires. I never got that one. Um, I did get the feline familiar pet on my pally, though. I got that. So cute. And I got the creepy crate on both my pally, and I went back to my rogue on our old server just to log on and do that quest there on the alliance side, too. Um, My pally, I haven't done much with her. I have not been able to raid the guild recently, but over in the Firelands, or the Molten Front, I got the achievement King of Spider Hill.
1: How'd you get? Oh, cause you climbed all the way to the top.
2: Yeah. Do you know how to do it? No. It's the spiders.
1: You gotta mount the spiders.
2: You don't mount them. What? They have an ability that's basically like a death grip. So what you do is the mountain has different platforms, are all these spiders are on these different platforms. So
1: you have to aggro and then they, the aggro they pull oh.
2: you up, and they just pull you in a pattern. Now the thing was, there is also a quest that you. It's something about activating the sonar core. So, once you do that, it flies you up and, like, it puts you on the top of this thing. So, I would look out and spot what I f- figured to be the tallest mountain. Because the achievement is to get to the highest point and in it's Peak. So, I was trying to get to the top of the wrong little mountain there. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was trying to jump to. And then I would fall. And then I get mad because then the spider was dead that I needed. So, after a few times, I finally looked it up in a while ahead, I was like, oh, I need to go to the other... The other mountain there that's cool yeah so i got that um my priest is level 77 now i did bring in tundra i did dragon blight up to the veteran's wrath gate you know we have that the one epic cinematic like the only cinematic in the game practically before cataclysm Yeah. Oh. and it's three minutes long <laughs> did you do that Yes, where no. they fight, the Alliance and Horde fight together. Oh, yeah, and
1: yeah, yeah. They confront the Lich I wonder if it'll take you so long to get here or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, um, also I found a really weird spot in Dragonblight.
1: A weird spot in mm-hmm. Dragonblight.
2: There's a place where you go out to fight some sort of ghost on the ship, but when you go out on, on one of the docks, it says you're in Oldham. at Schnott's Landing.
1: You know what? I saw a picture of that the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did see a picture of that where... Guy was like, you know, I'll show you how to travel between you these two left. places. Yeah,
2: you're in Dragonite. You move right. You're in Oldham. Yeah. So what is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I don't know. But I started chatting to people in Oldham. They're like, oh yeah, whatever. That's a bug. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I felt special. Um. Yeah. So seventy-seven got my cooking up to, um, I don't know, three eighty or so. I, I got up to Northrend level. I so just, I don't
1: know. I thought about cooking. Yeah. And then
2: it's taken some time, but. But I've also breezed through parts of it. Sometimes you hit kind of a hump and then you kind of go through. The dailies do help that are available at very low level. Right. That give you a point for doing them. So that's really nice.
1: I've noticed that if there are things that require me to uh, do do things, <laughs> like make stuff. Uh-huh. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm good with, like, mining or skinning uh-huh. or or herb, herbing, picking picking stuff.
2: You don't like crafting. Yeah. Yeah, because I always get distracted because I'll need a certain material, and I think, well, it's easier if I need to travel, or, like, maybe I'll go get on this tune to get this material, and then you get distracted with that tune, and I can see that.
1: I just... I don't know. I
2: don't know. Well, tell us what's been going on with you.
1: Well... I stood in the fire. Oh. and but not really.
2: But not really? Oh what happened? I saw right. your screenshot. Texted that to me <laughs> I, I Saturday did. morning I was at work.
1: <laughs> That's right. I took a picture of it and I sent it to you. Yes. Um well I don't remember all the particulars, but Where were you? Like I said, I don't remember all the particulars. <laughs> <laughs> um what was I doing? Oh I I was trying to basically I've I've become this like little um addicted to like getting achievements out of the way okay so i look at something like my achievement log and I go like oh i got like two things to do to get that mm-hmm. and so i'm doing these like low hanging fruit achievement you know type tit- not titles but achievements And so i think i was doing something along that to get that done and um so i had to go talk to some guy part of some quest i'm like oh, okay and oh no now i remember It's all coming clear. Oh. I was trick-or-treating. Oh. The story gets even worse. (laughs) I was trick-or-treating. So I was actually working on my Halloween achievement stuff. Getting all the trick-or-treating done. And so I go over to um, some dude, like Knott's Landing, I don't know what it was, but... It is, was It was an a unfriendly place for me. So, everybody around the inn where I'm supposed to go trick-or-treating are hostile to me. But I'm like, yeah, whatever. These guys are all, like, 83s. I'm 85. I should be good to go, right?
2: Wait, Snot's Landing?
1: Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, okay. So, so I think I could you an hold him? No, I don't know. Okay. And so, anyhow, I go in, and there's, like, this... this I guess I aggroed a guy on the way in, because he's staying, like, right by the end. Uh-huh. And... He comes in. I didn't have my pet. No, I did have my pet. My pet's been bugging lately. But that, apparently, that's happening to a lot of people. And so it's those little, like you know, eighty-three guys, like like hitting me. And so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll deal with you in a minute." You know, I was just gonna like try to leave or just try to whatever, kill him one shot out out the door. Instead, I decided to trick or treat first.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not the best move. Oh <laughs> heaven! I got tricked.
2: Oh, so then he couldn't fight.
1: And now I'm like a little frog, right? Right. I can't fight. No. No. And I, so this little non-nobody NPC eighty three kills me because he did. Yeah. And so I'm like, this is stupid. You know, my pet's bugged out; it won't attack the guy. I can't change and do anything because now I'm a frog because I got tricked. And now I'm dead. So I'm like, all right, I'll fly back. So I fly back. As I approach the place, all of a sudden, I thought I had a monitor error because my monitor went bright white. Oh. But then I realized, wait a minute, it's bright white, but I'm still seeing like the, the Blizzard UI. So that's really weird. What's, what's going on? And all of a sudden, it's like, I get the achievement for stood in the fire. So apparently Deathwing can kill you when you're dead. So I uh. got killed deader than dead. <laughs> so so
2: nothing actually happened. to you? I never just... saw
1: him. I never saw the sky turn red. Oh. I got none of the the benefit of dying by deathwing because all I got was this literally a whitewashed screen. Because you know when you when you have the death, everything's black and white. Yeah, because I have the death effects enabled. Um, everything's black and white, and it just turned bright white.
2: Oh, I and
1: see. now I'm dead. Interesting. I'm dead, and then dead, dead. Really dead.
2: I really think they need to increase the frequency of death wing going out and about.
1: I think they will as time goes on.
2: Closer to 4.3. Yeah. 5. I I hope they do because they, I was so excited when I heard that about, you know, you could just be out questing and death thing is going to get you.
1: I think they'll and ramp it up just to, to get people mad at them. So then, um, I had to call Blizzard Tech Support again. Oh, about what? Well, see the other day I uh, left my phone in the car. Okay. And it overheated. I oh, know. Yeah. And it literally, my phone literally on it said, you can't make phone calls. It's too hot. I had to take it out of its case. It was really, really hot. It took like 10 minutes for it to cool off. Hmm. And then it said, okay, temperatures are, you know, returned to normal. You can now make phone calls. Right. I couldn't. Oh. Couldn't make phone calls. Huh. I could get a phone call. I could send a text. I could do everything else, but I could not place a phone call. Oh. So I took it over to the uh, store. From whom I purchased my phone, and I said, uh, "Hey guys, um, you know, here's the deal." Blah blah blah. I told him the whole deal, and the guy's like, all right, let me go back here. Let me take a look at it." I said, oh, "Okay, cool." And I'm just like, kind of, you know, hanging out in the lobby, looking at other things here and there. And he comes back out. He goes, "All right, I got you taken care of. I had to do a, a factory restore." <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, I had to do a factory restore of your phone." He goes, "But it's okay because you used the backup assistant, so we got all your contacts in there, and all you have to do to, you know, to get all your programs, you have to download everything get and install everything again." And all I thought about was our buddy John, he gave us a Facebook. This would be Ennis. He gave us a a Facebook post like a long time ago when we were talking about the Blizzard Authenticator that if you should ever lose your authenticator or have a problem with your phone, be sure to have the serial number written down uh-huh. so that when you need to replace your serial number or your your authenticator, you can easily do so with your serial number. Right. Yeah, no, not so much luck. No. No. No, I couldn't. I know I wrote it down somewhere. Uh-huh. Where that is, is probably a very safe place. Guaranteed, it's very, very safe.
2: Why don't you just make a Google Doc? That's
1: I might have. Check. <laughs> Who knows? No, well, so, you know, I get the new uh, the new authenticator. Here's the cool part, right? I log in a Blizzard, and because it's like, oh, yeah, we know where you're logging in from, go ahead and log in. So bypass that. I'm like, okay. okay. So I try to submit a ticket. Because I like, I'm like, hey. Because I looked on the web first, and I'm like, okay, you need to give us your ID, a sample of your hair. Um, please go by the you know the dentist's office, let them extract a tooth. You know, it's <laughs> like all these other stuff you have to do to get. You know, I'm like, I ain't doing all this. And so I talked to, uh, I talked to a GM, and he's like, well, you know, the only other way around it is if you were to uh, go ahead and call tech support. And so I was like, eh, I'll call tech support because I don't know what it is. There's just something I feel sheepish I don't know what the word is
2: is it because you fell asleep
1: no I didn't fall asleep this time
2: <laughs> no I mean last time
1: no even even then I just I don't know there's something about me having a call tech support It just
2: oh because you're a tech guy I
1: guess I don't know so I call the guy up and explain the situation he's like yeah you know this happens all the time and he goes just give me the serial number and da da. Get literally less than five minutes I was done no big deal whatsoever nice and uh, so I was like, yeah, and then, then I was able to get back on the form and everything, because uh, yeah, it's all good. Um, but yeah, I've been doing all this achievement stuff. So I got, I got the bouncing we talked about a couple weeks ago.
2: Oh, yeah, you thought it was dumb.
1: Yeah, I still think it's dumb. But then you told me why I think it's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, because I went there, I literally, I landed on the platform, and it made me dismount and started bouncing me. Mm-hmm. And it bounced me 20 times, and I got the achievement. Yeah. I didn't touch my keyboard. <laughs> I didn't do anything.
2: No, but what most people do, is be like, oh, there's achievement for doing this while they are doing the quest to throw the baby bears. Right. So, you're trying to bounce on your trampoline, and everyone else is throwing bears at you and it knocks you off.
1: See, that's the difference. Yeah. you got to be like, like me and do it when nobody else is around.
2: Yeah. Or I'll throw a bear at you. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure you would. <laughs> and, um, so. So. I bought the tradable pet. How is it? I don't know. I offered it to you. You didn't want it. They're going on our server right now uh, for about nine k or so. Did eight. you buy it to sell? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. I don't want the thing. What am I going to do with it? I don't know. I know why it's not going to sell well. Why? You're already queued into it. Because it does not bind to all your characters. It's only, it's only good on one tune.
2: Right. The other ones they've been doing for so long, all your future characters. So make a new... Make a new tune. I get seventy pets.
1: Right, not anymore. This one, this one, you get what you get, and right. you got to be happy with it. And yeah. So, but it's up there. Um, Personally, I think. I mean, I had a great conversation with a guy because he was, he was like, "Hey, I got this thing for less than the auction houses. Well, how much less?" He's like, "I, you know, give it to you for like seven k." I said, like, "Well, that's not that much of a savings." And he got on this whole big rant about how he wants to drive the price of these tradable pets down. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" Why? I was like, Why would you want to do that? And he's like, That fights the gold farmers. I'm like, No, that encourages the gold farmers. You know, so we had this whole conversation last, literally, good half hour of just talking back and forth with this guy about, um, you know, supply and demand. You know, if if you drop the price of the pet, because some places are already starting at six, five, you know, this thing costs ten dollars, right? And at the price of it's going for, you know, five thousand gold, you, people won't go out and buy those. Yeah. That's not enough of a trade off to spend ten bucks and get five thousand gold. When you can I, I don't know what the going rate for the gold farmers is, but it, you know, I think for about ten bucks you could probably get ten to twenty thousand gold off a gold farmer. And if you drive the price of the one way blizzard is trying to do this down then it's, it's going to be ineffective towards, you know, competing the gold farmers. Right. So we had a nice, lively discussion about it. Um, and he, uh, he finally understood. And then he went and canceled one of his auctions and he was going to wait. Because here's the thing. Like, right now, people aren't going to buy it. I know they're not going to buy it. I put one up the list. I know, in fact, it's probably expired already. But I put it up knowing it was going to expire. Because the first week... What's going to happen is people are immediately going to buy a couple of them. You're going to have your, you know, your diehards that if you weren't in there on the first day, and I, which I wasn't, then um, you're not going to sell any. Because when you buy the things, you have they're they're soul bound to you for one day, right? So you can't buy and throw them up on the auction house that fast. So they're soul bound to you for a day, and then you can put them up in the auction house. Well, I knew going in, I missed it out of the gate, so I knew I missed the initial rush of all the people who had to have the latest and greatest, blah blah blah, whatever. And now what's gonna happen with and this really should be I guess a an auction house tip, but I'm not We'll put it here. <laughs> but what's happening is now is people are going to wait. So they'll wait the first week and go, okay, everyone's putting this thing up for like nine thousand gold. I'm gonna wait till next week. And see what happens with the price next week. So if your price remains constant at nine thousand gold, then people will go, All right, so our average price just seems to be nine K, I'll spend the nine K and I'll get the pet. But if you, you, know, hopefully this week, you know, actually the price goes up a little bit. That's what I'm hoping. Because, we'll I don't know, we'll see. But 10,000 gold, I mean, now, unfortunately, that's super easy for me to make.
2: That's about all I have.
1: I can make that in a couple days now. Hmm. So that's all that's been going on with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it's time for email questions. You, too, can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shout-outs, or greetings to contribute at HearthCast.com.
2: We got a message from a uh, new listener, um, War Called over on Worm West Accord. It says, hey, y'all, when scanning the auction house with Auctioneer, is the info cold used across my, all my tunes or do I have to scan the auction house each time I log on to a different character?
1: Hmm. And what do you say to that?
2: I believe it saves it for each, for all of your characters for that realm.
1: That is correct. The data is shared across all characters of that realm, which is key.
2: Right, because the auction house in a different realm is going to have different items, different prices.
1: Right, that's why what I used to do when I had, because I don't have a bank call right now, because I just don't. Yeah. But when I was uh, pushing fast fat wallet heavily and then he would scan on a daily basis and then my other characters would have that data available to them so I would know how much something was worth. Right. So yeah, it's a shared database in essence across all the characters of that realm. So that's good. And who's this other email from?
2: That's from Safety.
1: He says, uh, Hello, Face Root and the crew. Oh, it says and the rest. I haven't written in a while, so I just wanted to uh, drop a line. I've ended my three months of playtime with Rift. He's ended it. While it was fun for a while, the drawbacks to Rift is that the zones were too small, so there wasn't much room for exploring, and you couldn't fly around the zones. I felt that if a game that targeted WoW players the way Rift had done so, should at least offer the same basic gameplay that WoW offers. At first, I was thinking about sending in a comment on how Warcraft can improve their game by incorporating some of Rift Zone's events. However, the news of Warcraft's next expansion stated that Blizzard is already going to have something similar. I've gone ahead and renewed my subscription to Blizzard Annual Pass, so I'll have a new mount as soon as 4.3 goes live. I think the move Blizzard is making by having people subscribe to the Blizzard instead of a game and making Diablo and StarCraft available is a positive move and something that will keep them on top. Glad Freckle phrase finally took the lead in one show. You go, girl, and more power to you. Toot, toot, and toot. Safety 1, the humble truck driver extraordinaire.
2: Oh, thank you for that, Safety. And Yeah, I think it's you know, a really good move for Blizzard to have people just go ahead and make that commitment. So, people aren't just randomly canceling their accounts and they see something.
1: Well, sometimes it's just too easy. Like, you see Rift come along. You're know, like, I want to go play that. And it's too easy. They've made it. See, here's the thing. And this is where they they kind of lost the boat. They have it, but they don't really know how to control it. Put it that way. In sales and marketing, there's a thing that's called uh, uh, pain of pain of disconnect. In other words, I don't want to be separated from my product. What what shampoo do you use? Tresemme. How long have you been using that shampoo?
2: Um, about a year.
1: If I said you can't use that shampoo anymore, would you be a little... I would hit you. Okay. That means they have created a very good pain of disconnect with yes. you. You really, really like the shampoo, shampoo for whatever reason. You will continue to buy that shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair is shimmering. Um, the thing with, with, with WoW is, yeah, we love the game, but we can stop and not pay and then come back like... I don't know, up to what is it, like a year or more later and our character is just where we left it?
2: Well, they never move it. They never right. delete your tunes. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And your stuff never goes old and never stagnates, nothing ever happens to your stuff. Yeah, you're kinda of out of sync with everybody else, you might have to play a little, little bit of catch up. But you don't lose anything really.
2: Well, but that's kind of what they're trying to do with the dailies, is that if you don't if you aren't logging in and keeping up with it, you're losing out a little bit. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. They're going to something more solid than that,
1: right? So now, well, because you can't, so that's a problem. Okay, your shampoo. If they quit making your shampoo for three months, mm-hmm. you have to use another shampoo, right? I, at least I hope you would. Um, with Blizzard, if I, you know, if, if I'm going to go to a place like away, and I cannot have access to my character for three months for whatever reason, financially or physically, whatever, my character's still there. I don't really lose anything. There's no... It's like, okay, well, I just won't play. So I'm not going to pay because I can't play. When now what they come up with is, hey, here's here's this year subscription. Uh, the way I was paying, I think it doesn't cost me any more or any less money. It's the same charge. We'll give you... Or Blizzard is now saying we're going to give you, you know, this, this mount. Uh, we'll give you a, a game will give you this. Well, whatever. You know, they're throwing stuff at you to get that year's subscription. Because now, if you leave to go play another game because that Jedi game's coming out. Rise of the Old Republic mm-hmm. or something. That's coming out. Blizzard knows they're going to take a hit. They know that hit's coming. But if they don't lose that dollar for the three months that you're gone, they're pretty happy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a smart move. It's a smart business move that they're doing. So. Yeah,
2: and I I signed up for it. Um,
1: oh, me too. It's not up day one. Yeah. he no, beat me, but well, I signed up.
2: I couldn't figure out how to do it, and I realized that I could have just clicked, yes, I'm going to do annual subscribing. I was thinking how to change my payment. I was um, wanting to change it anyways, because I said, well, if I'm going to commit to a year, I might as well do the six-month thing, get a little cheaper, yeah. instead of three months.
1: Yeah, what? three, six, one, twelve, I don't know.
2: It's a dollar or less. <sighs>
1: Whatever. I pay, I get them out, I get a game, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. And the
2: beta too, remember last, uh, the Cataclysm beta, we didn't know what was going on.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. To me, I still don't know if I will take advantage of the beta or not. I will. Will you? Yeah. All right. You and I might do that then. Okay. So, we'll see.
3: Controversial. Thought-provoking. Game-changing insider information.
0: Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show.
2: So, whenever a new expansion comes out, there's always a release of other features. Yes. For example, like the achievement system was a big thing that came out with Wrath of the Lich King, even though it had nothing to do with necessarily Lich King himself or Northrend or something. It was just something that they implemented at the same time as the expansion. So, there are several things that if they're going to make new features, This is what we want. And like we said earlier, we're going to do my list this episode. We're going to do Roots List next episode, right? Yes. All right.
1: Which, by the way, will be on Tuesday.
2: Tuesday, yes. So my first thing that I want is a universal bank. I want to be able to make a new character on the same realm that I already have characters on and be able to access the gold that I've already made.
1: Yeah.
2: I just want to be able to take it instead of having to log off. Log on to another character, use the mailbox, log back on to my other character, and then take it. I think if it's something that you have in a character that's not soul bound, like gold, like trade items, you should be able to access from any of those tunes on any of that server. Skip the whole step and ma- you should never have to mail stuff to yourself. It's stupid.
1: What if you had like a universal bag, like eight slots, and gold?
2: Hmm, easy more than eight. It's too small. Like, what if you're just, you're, what I'm saying is, let's say one character's getting a bunch of cloth. Yeah. You should be able to put in a bank and then your other character that you're leveling up is like, oh, I'm going to do first aid. Oh, let me just grab this cloth out of this, out of my bank. Hmm. Your bank should be universal.
1: Except for the stuff that's soul bound.
2: Right. Except for the stuff that's soul bound. What?
1: Mm-hmm. I, well, I, I, I see, am I allowed to comment? Yes. With like issues that I see? Okay. Okay. Here's what I see. Like, if, if it was universal, here's my problem. Okay. If I'm not paying attention, or like, I go through phases with Root.
2: You go through phases? Phases. Okay.
1: Phases. The phases of Azura. <laughs> okay. Uh, where I will stockpile. Uh huh. All right. And if I'm stockpiling stuff, then every swap, okay, not by choice, but this Halloween thing. My bank was getting full of Halloween crap. I had masks, I had wands, I had all kinds of just junk. So it got full. Not okay. my not my entire bank, but a lot of it did. So I can't share that. That my entire bank cannot be shared. No. So there would have to be like okay, eight slots, maybe it's what is it, twenty-four?
0: Or yeah, is you it better. or is
1: it like akin to the guild vault where you have a shared bank that works in the same system where you, you, one of your tunes has to buy the bags for that bank.
2: I would say more like how the guild bank is.
1: Okay, so you maybe you could just open up a tab. Yeah, A shared tab on your yeah. bank.
2: But either I mean objects are one thing but especially gold I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't be able to have access to all your gold no matter what character you are in, instead of trying to move it around. I don't like that.
1: I like that. Well, I can understand why. Why is that? Because um, if I go out as one character and I earn gold as that one character, Mm -hmm. technically that other character didn't earn it. I ain't got a joint bank account with them.
2: I know. But if you look at the way that the game is progressing, the different ways they're doing things, they're going less for lore and more for convenience anyways. I would agree. And it's just... Having to mail things to yourself is just an inconvenience. Yes. That's all I'm saying. It's not stopping you from doing anything that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah.
2: All right. My next one, um, now I have not read the patch notes for um, 2 in depth for 4.3, so there might be something already in the works for this, and if so, I'm just going to be repeating it. We'll still claim it was our idea. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I want to be able to queue for a specific boss in a raid. Hmm. And, before you say something... Okay. There should be also certain rewards that you only get for doing all of the bosses in a raid lockout. So that if you just did the single queue, you'd have bosses that never get done right. Oh, the boss doesn't drop what I want. I'm not going to do it. You would never get a group it. Gotcha. But if you make it set... You have really nice rewards for doing it all, and that way everyone has the motivation to do all the bosses. But at the same time, you're like, man, I only feel comfortable doing this one boss because I'm new to this. I just want to watch a few YouTube videos and do the best I can instead of having to feel like you're cramming for an exam before you go into a new raid.
1: right, So you're thinking, skip the trash, go straight to the boss.
2: Right. The more... Be able to get the raid experience as far as working with a group, working, um, fighting down something that takes tricks and takes, you know, paying attention. You have to do all the stuff for that specific. But be able to spend half an hour instead of having to commit to four hours.
1: Now, let me ask you this. Okay. If by – well, see, now I've already answered my own question. What I was going to say is if by queuing to the boss the drops were severely limited – then what you would get is people who would just want to practice that boss,
2: right? Which That's okay. yeah, it
1: kind of goes to the convenience thing, like you were saying. It breaks away from the lore and the story storytelling. Um, yeah, I kind of yeah, I can see that because okay. we can already kind of do that with the holiday bosses, right? So the, me- the 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 mechanism is there. So yeah, yeah. I just I'm just I'm trying to think if if I myself would go okay I want to skip all the trash. Um, because I've seen some fantastic trash wipes, and I laugh at them. Because people, they just don't think about it, and they they pull like 10 trash mobs or whatever. Right.
2: Right. I would want them to approach it in a way so that there's only a benefit in just queuing boss by boss. Because then the whole raid system will deteriorate, and nobody will want to go start to finish. Right. I, do, I would not want to see that happen. However, I'd want to see Ooh. more options as far as, okay, let's all get in a group, and let's spend four hours, and let's tackle this thing. As opposed to man, I really just need this boss. I really just want to do the first one, then I have to go to bed. So let's just queue for.
1: What if they had a daily boss? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, just queue up like every day. It's a different boss or a random boss.
2: Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good
1: idea. Who's completely nerfed, and they're not going to give you like maybe they just give you valor points for it. Yeah, and it doesn't drop epic loops. Loops. (laughs) It doesn't drop anything really epic. But you get some valor points for it and you get to experience the that fight. Yeah. That would be good. That I would I could get behind.
2: So another thing I want is a better auction house. What do you want the auction house? I want more subcategories. They started to make subcategories, and didn't follow through. I want more. For example, you have consumables and then you have your bag section. The bag section, all the bags are lumped together. So you're trying to do math in your head. Okay, this 12 slot bag versus this 16 slot bag. And when you try to search, it has no way of grouping bags that are similar, as in have the same slot together. So when you try to do price compare, it just kind of makes your head swim a little bit. That's oh. why I always go for another week because I know the cheapest for the bag slot. Yeah. i supposed to go in like eight slots. Okay, what's the cheapest eight slot? Okay, what's the cheapest 12 slot? I don't do that. What do
1: you do? I just go for another week, bags.
2: <laughs> I know because because the way it's set up is confusing.
1: I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. For another example, you have glyphs, right? Yeah. But there's three different types of glyph, and they're not interchangeable. You have your prime, you have your major, you have your minor glyphs. Yeah. You can't. But it doesn't separate them. You just it separates them by class, and that's it. It lumps them all together. Like let's say.
1: What, what do you well you wouldn't want to buy and sell glyphs anyhow there's no profit
2: huh i'm not ta- i'm talking about buying them just for my own use
1: yeah what right. are you saying i well I go to noxic.com and i say what glyphs do I need and it says these glyphs and then I go type that in the search field and buy it
2: okay but what if I'm leveling up right I'm yeah. not bothering with trying to maximize anything I'm just leveling up and my first thing just open up or I can get my first set. I can get a prime, a major, and a minor, right? Mm-hmm. So, I go to, let's say I'm playing a hunter. I go to the auction house, glyphs, hunter. It shows me all of them. So, then I have to hover over every single one, and I'll say major, minor, or prime. Yeah. And then I have to kind of make a mental tally. Okay, what are my options for a prime glyph?
1: That's as when a, I go to, as, wild I, popular... I, I,
2: but you shouldn't have to go outside the game. That's okay. my point. I All think right. you should be able to go in the auction house. What prime glyphs are available for this class? Uh, now, now in the see the list.
1: On you. Gotcha, with you. Okay, the same page.
2: okay, on the same page. Yeah. All right, so needs a few other things, but that's that's I'm saying. They they um,
1: needs a better search feature. It needs a better search. So it feature. needs to be itemized better.
2: It needs better categories. Yes. Right. Also, the auction house a wanted section. Treat chat. That is so annoying trade chat is so annoying because then you're only available to look for a seller when you're on and you have to keep spamming like let's say when i was leveling cooking i really needed serpent flush right right i checked for a few days none up there
1: so you're thinking you could do like i want serpent flush and this is what's it called flesh, flesh? yes oh i'm sorry so you say i want serpent flesh that's funny. And so you go to the auction house mm-hmm. and you go to the, you go to the, I want to buy tab or whatever. And you say, I'm willing to spend five gold on a 20 stack of serpent flesh. Exactly. I so. I like that.
2: Okay. Right. As opposed. And on the other side, let's say I put that up. Day or two later, someone's out they're in, they're in, um, Blades Edge Mountain. They pick up some stuff. Like, I don't know what this stuff is. Let me just double check the auction house. Oh, hey, this guy will pay 20 gold for it. Okay, I can either accept that, or you can say to yourself...
1: I'm going to sell this. I'm going to sell
2: it, or I'm going to whisper them and try to barter.
1: I see a little bit of an issue. Okay. What if I find, like, a gray hat? Okay. And I put it up on the want to sell, Mm -hmm. whatever... And I say I want to sell this well I guess that's different.
2: No, you are putting up what yeah, you yeah, want yeah, to yeah, buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want to sell is the auction house how it is already?
1: I was just thinking there's a way it could be exploited for, for, for gold farming.
2: It'd be the same as what yeah, they're doing in the auction house the same. anyways. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's the opposite. For example, when people were selling Valor braces, right? There are there are equipped bracers that you bought for Valor Points but there was different ones that were more appropriate for different classes. So the bracers that I want um, would be different than what you would want. Right. But we could theoretically buy them from the same person because they're bought with the same currency. So pe- that's why instead of people buying these specific items and putting up on the auction house without knowing who would want it, they would just put in trade chat and want to sell Valor braces, bracers and people whisper them and they would say, okay, what do you want? Let me go buy it for you. As opposed to, you have these valor points to spend, you're not sure which item is in demand. If they have a wanted section, you could say, oh, well, there's five people who want the warrior ones, there's three people who want the warlock ones. Uh,
1: who wants to pay
2: more? Okay, I'll go buy that item, I'll go do the wanted thing. I can see that. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, because yeah, the problem is when you're selling something, it's easy to up in the auction house. When you want to buy something... It's hard to find. It's, it's really hard because you have to spam trade chat, mm. and they've put limits on that. You can't they'll stop you if you try to put too much too fast for one thing and then you have to sit there and nobody's listening to you because everyone's making Chuck Norris jokes (laughs) and
1: or or doing you know the one I like the one they're doing lately what is when they post like the hot link things they make sentences out of them oh yeah yeah yeah
2: It's funny I think someone was talking about how their mom couldn't cook and had just fished up a sickly looking fish so I posted that. <laughs> I laughed. They don't, laughed.
1: Don't uh, don't encourage them.
2: <laughs> okay, so I also want more options. that had a complete quest.
1: Huh? What do you mean by this?
2: Okay, we did creepy crate, right? You had yeah. your option of who to turn it into, right? <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. as
1: we decide, as we discovered, it, it it's turned out to be the same exactly thing. the same thing. I know,
2: but I want to see more things like that.
1: Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. Exactly. Yeah.
2: But not in the lower levels because you don't you don't want to do anything that will lock you down to a certain way in the lower level where people are gonna do it that no, not knowing what they're doing.
1: I think that would confuse people. Well
2: that's what I'm saying, you save it for the upper levels.
1: I think it would still confuse people.
2: Well people down
1: Well no honestly, because how many like we'll we'll take that particular uh, quest chain. It was not a difficult quest chain. You know, and even though I just wanted to get it done fast to get it because I was a little jealous that you already had it done, um, <laughs> I still, I was like, you know, asking you guys in invent in or, or mumble, sorry. Plus, I had you guys in mumble. So that's another thing. So I just kept asking you guys, all right, what do I do now? Okay. <laughs> that was so nice. Now, what do I do? And they're like, Yo, there's a guy, I mean, okay, I'm going to go to the auction house. No, don't go to the auction house. The guy who sells it's right across the street. Oh, okay. Now, where's the other guy? What's his name? <laughs> but. That being said, there are still people who are who that mentality is saying if it wasn't that way, then Wowhead wouldn't exist. People go to Wowhead when they see a quest, not just because they get stuck on a quest. They pick up a quest and they go to Wowhead and they load up that quest. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. They read about it. Oh, I'm supposed to go here and do this and that. Look at Zyger Guides. We love them. I love Zyger Guides and what it does. Mm-hmm. When I am without Zyger Guides, I feel like I'm slowed down in the game. Because it's telling me exactly what to do. I still have to do the stuff, but it's telling me where to go to do it. So, if all of a sudden I have to make a decision to either turn a question to the rock mama or the rock daddy...
2: <laughs> I, I get that. Because there's times when I am... When I'm trying to level fast, yeah, it gets annoying when things aren't clear-cut. For example, Dragonblight. There is a thing that says, go get this staff from this person. And I go to the exact area it told me to. And there was a person there with a completely different name. I'm serious. And, like, I finally read Wow, how it's like, yeah, you kill that guy, and then this other guy comes that you need for the quest. But right. not until you kill the first guy. I was like, where did that say that in the quest? It made me mad. Exactly. Um, but at the same time, um, role playing games, which Wow is, I think that is what Wow is missing to be a really good role playing game choices.
1: <laughs> And we may get there soon. The problem is, Wild already had a story that they had to build a game around. Yeah, So they're that's stuck true. to that. Uh, speaking, I don't want to derail you at all too much, but I'm, but I'm going to. <laughs> um, in in um, I had to go through through Dragonblight. I'm sorry, um, Deepholm. Wow, those are you. You just said Dragonblight. That's why I had to go through Deepholm. And finish up some quest lines there to get my rep up over there because I'm really trying to get it's my your shoulder enchants. Yeah, the shoulder enchants. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, so I'm going through there and it's all really stupid easy because it's like I, I think the elites are 83, and so I'm just cruising through it. Right. And there's this one thing towards the end where you got to go fight this guy, and he once he comes out of his little tent, he jumps on his mount and flies away, mm-hmm. and then you suddenly jump on a mount and chase him. Right. And then you have to jump on his mount. Yeah. And then you fight him on his mount, and then um, you're supposed to end up on a uh, on a. Well, Zyger guides was telling me this. You're supposed to, he Uh says. Then he'll get on his mount. You'll get on your mount. You'll follow. You'll jump to his mount. The fight will continue there. Eventually, you will land, and the fight will finish where you land. I'm like, all right, cool, got it, right. So, dude, I see him, like land, the guy comes out, we start fighting, he jumps on his mount, another mount appears for me, I automatically mount that mount, we start flying off. It says, you know, click on his mount to jump Jump on his mount, I jump on his mount, and I kill him on his mount.
2: Tell him too fast.
1: Yeah. And then I fly around on his mount, which was like on autopilot, it's doing his own thing, mm-hmm. for like two minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do?
2: Yeah. What I'm did like, you do?
1: I waited for it to end. And then and then once I mean it already told me like you killed so so you know a little thing popped up and Zyger guys updated said you're supposed to go here now oh, okay. I couldn't do anything because I was stuck in the middle on this you know predetermined amount of time to be in the back of this mount yeah. before it lands and the fight is supposed to finish well he's already dead so it finished I, I landed on this little plateau and I was like huh mounted up and left you know <laughs> like ain't got the fight here so in that aspect the ending quest mechanisms would, you know, could use a revamp too. That's where it kind of tied in. Yeah. Years. I just, I don't know if the yeah. overall player base on WoW was ready to make decisions like that. Or
2: not. I don't know if they are, but it's something I want to see. Maybe the RP let me just, servers. Let me just throw it out there. All right. All right. something else they need to redo. Oh, maps for caves or other um, yeah that is places a severely multi- lacking multi level place. Yeah. It's so confusing. It yeah. looks. You'll be going towards something, it looks like you have a clear path. Get and there and a there's wall. a wall. <laughs> like, wow, thanks. Um,
1: or a big chasm between you.
2: Yeah. And the last thing is more face options. I want more face options. I want to be able to pick the eyes and pick the nose. To pick the mouth. Uh, I, the faces are boring.
1: I never I never look at I someone's know you face.
2: Don't. Yeah, that's true. A lot of times you don't, but
1: the majority of times you don't. The majority of times everybody's facing the same way, unless you got a tank who's bringing something back to you. In which case, maybe
2: it's because their faces are so boring, though.
1: I just look at their gear. Yeah, I go, wow, those shoulders look cool. Wow, your staff is glowing. Your daggers are sparkly. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I'm looking at their face. You just want it to be simified. Yeah. Now, next week, I'm bringing what I think, or next episode, I'm bringing what I think should be the changes coming up that see, I want to see. Is better. That'd be mine. <laughs> what we need is
3: more Cowbell. More Cowbell! And Huffett, the guild leader of the Hordalis from the Deathwing server, is just the person to give it to us. More cowbell, that is. I don't know what else you think he would give us. I mean, this is a family show. But I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, with more cowbell, there's Huffett. Huffett here to talk about some tanking LOL. Ah, oh, crap. Tanking 101. Health bars. Enabling health bars or enemy nameplates, makes it easier to view groups of enemies. It also allows you to see enemy cast bars right on the enemy, informing you of when you should use an interrupt or not. Uninterruptible spells have a shield icon on the enemy cast bar. The health bars can aid in keeping track of what you're tanking, as well as gauge the general overall health of the group of enemies. This helps you decide when you're going to switch from a different target, and maybe use that high threat ability on a mob that isn't two hits away from dying. Optionally, if you like toying with add-ons, try tidy plates. In addition to tidy plates, you'll also need threat plates. Depending on your role, the health bars will change their size and color. If you're a tank, they're green when you have control of the threat of the enemies. If you're about to lose an enemy, the bar turns yellow. If you've lost it, it'll get much larger and turn red, so that you can more easily identify and grab that particular enemy's attention back. The add-on can also adjust the health bar sizes based on elite or non-elite enemies, which can give you a fast way to determine which ones are the bigger threat and which ones are going to be burned down quickly and easily by your group. Whether you're using the default interface or the add-ons, you can turn on the health bars by pressing V, as in Victor, on your keyboard. That is all the cowbell for now. For discussion on this topic, check out wowhoof.blogspot.com and be sure to tune in next week.
0: Step into the dark. Peer into the very depths of your soul. Walk with us, if you dare, into the corner of carnage.
1: Ah, the night, the seventies and eighties—not the nineteen seventies, of course. Who wears polyester? Ew. The level seventies and eighties. Not all of us have gathering professions. But if you're level 85, you shouldn't have a problem gathering level 70 mobs. Whenever I'm bored and not really in the mood for some other farming, I do enjoy a quick run, or four, through an Outlands dungeon or even a Northern one. For Outlands, I like to run the Tempest Keep dungeons, Architaphs, Mechanar, Botanica, to add Aldor Scryer Rep items to the loot list. It's good if you can group with an Enchanter to DE the B.O.P. items, but if you can't, then... Vendoring them is just fine. Be sure to have plenty of bag space and loot everything. The gold you get from vendor items, DEing items, and cloth is more than crazy. And if you have a buddy or two, hit up Karazan and others too. At level 85, the first few bosses are easily done with two people. Again, bring a DE if, if you can, they don't have to be in Kara, just in a group. And again, loot everything. You will be amazed at how much gold you can get running the old raids with just a few people. For Northrend, I'd like to visit Caverns of Time, Calling of Strathome. There are tons of mobs, and running the dungeon on normal should be doable. If not, you can always bring up a buddy. Believe me, there's plenty of loot to share. Running the 70 to 80 dungeons and raids gets you rep, rep items, cloth, vendor goods, enchanting mats, greens, and
0: more. For the best in WoW PvP videos, be sure to check out youtube.com slash carnage1320. If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A-game. You'd better be ready. You'd better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. Welcome back to Insights with
4: Demonic Rick. This week, I have a great add-on for you guys. I always have troubles with organization, real world, and in-game being visually impaired. I always misplay stuff, and happens with my bags, too. Before, I used to use an add-on called Bagnon, which made all your bags fill up the screen when you click the button. And I used to love it. Problem is... It got broken, so I went onto the Twitters, and you guys can reach me at Richard underscore harlow. Um, and I asked Aludra underscore aie, who actually also does segments for the instance and convert to rate. She told me about an add-on called Adi Bags, Adi Bags, and she said it's the best add-on that she's ever used. It never breaks. They always update it. And it's true. I've been using it for about a month. It has a search function built into it to easily find items in your bags and your bank. It also highlights green items, blue items, purples, legendaries if you got one. And it also sorts, this is the best function of it. It sorts materials, armor, jewelry, quest items, new items. So if you've picked up any new items in your travels as you've just logged on. It will put it up at the very top and junk, and so it makes it super super easy to organize your bags, and you can find everything so much easier. Black background, highlighted items, perfect for me. I love it. Even works well with mining bags and enchanting bags and herb bags if you have one. Oh, and jewel crafting bags, new ones. Um, it will automatically sort these materials into the bags, so you have no problems and. No space problems in your inventory. It also tells you how many justice points, valor points, etc. you have at the bottom of the screen right beside your gold. So if you guys like this out on tweet me out and let me know what you think of it. Also, if you have any more helpful tips for me, mods or add-ons that improve accessibility in the game, tweet me out and let me know about it. Special thanks to Eludra, and catch you
1: guys later, eh? He's such the Canadian. I know. Yeah, I use Bag now, but I don't have to check out this other one because I, I was like, yeah, whatever. It's another bag add-on, whatever. But then he said it's sorted, and that's what's got my attention.
2: Yeah, that's what um that's what my husband uses. He uses ins, which sorts it, but it takes up too much of the screen. I don't like it.
1: Mm. I'll check it out, though. Now, let me ask you a question, Frecklefish. Okay. If you knew a kid, like still in – uh. Middle school age to high school age, mm-hmm. who had a uh, addiction problem to World of Warcraft.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How would you try to make them understand that there's more to the game than the game? What? Like, how would you be able to say, you know, if if you knew a kid who was like totally addicted, all you uh-huh. always wow 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 wow, all he wanted to play. How would you try to get them to understand that there's more to the game of World of Warcraft, like Blizzard in and of itself, there's more to it than just playing the game. Like, there's other things to do, there's other ways to be involved. How, how do you think you would go about doing this? Deer in the headlights. I like <laughs> right the right looks. So. Well, I'll explain a little more, give you a little bit okay. of backstory. This guy's son is going through this. So he's noticing that his son ha- is showing uh, addictive traits towards World of Warcraft. And he is smart enough, this guy. He's smart enough to know that you just can't just cold turkey this. No. He's probably he probably saw that YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, you can't cold turkey it. So his challenge is to try to expand his son's mind into understanding that there's more to Life, and there's more to. uh, You can enjoy the game more than just by playing it. So
2: oh, so get him a book. Well, he's done well.
1: No, he's done better. What he's actually teaching his son about sales and marketing through uh, the World of Warcraft and the niche market the World of Warcraft has. Uh, If you go to grabwowgold.com this is a site that this guy has set up for his son and yeah it's an affiliate site kid will make a couple bucks you buy in a guide but it's a guide on uh, being the top in your battle group and then thus when you're top of your battle group you're going to be doing things that are going to be enabling you to get uh, gold easily so this guy is basically telling his kid, hey, with this site, you'll see there are other people who want to be good at WoW, too. And that being good at WoW is not necessarily a bad thing, uh, but there's more to it. So now the kid can be disengaged from the actual WoW interface, so to speak. He's not in-game playing, uh, I see. but he's mm-hmm. still doing something that is related to the game. Mm-hmm. But something that is enabling him to grow as a person. So that is grab, G-R-A-B, like you're going to grab something. Wow, as in World of Warcraft, gold.com. I'll throw the link up on Facebook when we publish this article, or this uh, this, pod, this podcast, at right, this episode. But I was checking it out, and it's, you I mean, it's worth it. If, if you're going to help a kid kind of, you know, get his head around, there's more to life than just video gaming, playing video games, more specifically. Right. Not to offend Sniper. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean I think it's a it's a very uh admirable thing that this guy's dad is doing. So yeah, he gets my he gets my little vote on uh grabwowgold.com. So he gets my vote of confidence on that. And I'm gonna encourage everybody to go over there and check out that website again, that is grabwowgold.com.
0: Everything you know about World of Warcraft has changed forever. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced hardcore player or a complete noob. Everyone has to relearn the game. We decided to level a new character exclusively using the Zygor Guide and provide weekly updates to the HearthCast listening audience. Let's find out how well Zygor Guides did.
1: This week in the World of Warcraft. So you know I got the Horde guide, right? I know, and it's really helping me out trying to finish this stuff up with, uh, with Root to get my reps up and stuff like that. Right. So I'm really, I'm really en- enjoying that. And for uh, for Halloween, for October, we decided to have a competition mm-hmm. to see who would win October's Zyger Guide. And I do believe we had uh, we had an entry. Yes, did we not? Yes. And I, I do believe we actually have a winner from that. Do we now? do
2: have a winner?
1: And the winner is.
2: Left for Dead.
1: Left for Dead. So yeah, he sent us in his uh, trick or treating screenshot when he was trick or treating, There thereby some in some. I didn't recognize which one it was. Did you? No. So. Uh, yeah all we need from Left for Dead is to know uh, just email us and let us know uh, what you want which Zyger Guide you want Horde or Alliance and uh, how we should send that over to you so we need an email from you and we will take care of the rest congratulations to you and um, hey for November we do have a, a kind of themed one as well yeah. Um, it involves our Facebook page so go to Facebook.com forward slash HearthCast. And for the month of November, just tell us why you are thankful for uh, for WOW. And Freckleface will decide which one is the uh, the most thought-provoking, moving, moving thankfulness. She
2: will bring a tear to my eye.
1: Uh, it's going to be another tear-jerker. I can't even say it. I already stumbled across it. It's going to be another tear-jerker, huh?
2: We'll see.
1: I see how you are. Speaking of November, mm-hmm. rogues be aware. Uh-oh. Be very aware. Uh-huh. It is rogue season.
2: What does that mean? There's
1: an achievement for killing rogues of each uh, each race. For what? For uh, the the Thanksgiving thing.
2: No, you don't kill them. You just turn them into a turkey.
1: Well, that's the same thing. You shoot them with the thing. you got to turn them into turkey. Oh, well, yeah. So Not rogues are going to be running scared.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought about going to making rogues. So yeah. since we have some time yeah. just going to making rogues like level 1 rogues and running them over to a little spot
2: that'd be cool they'd yeah. be
1: like alright come shoot me
2: yeah
1: I wonder how many times you've been turned into a turkey
2: depends on how long you sit there we also have to cancel it out before someone else can shoot you so if you cancel you can't And right. shot yeah you'd
1: be like alright shoot me alright shoot me alright shoot me
2: yeah
1: you think rogues can be like that they're going to take away the challenge and be like I'm out front in front of uh, this city come shoot me
2: I don't know. I mean I had a hard time finding um people to throw pumpkins at. Dude, I
1: I know I had to make a level one.
2: You did. Yeah. To get my gnome. Yeah. But for the draenei, I made a level one Draenei. Right, you just slash start who. asking. Yeah. Just last shoes I found the name of somebody. And then I was dry, running around the island spamming the macro to target that person. <laughs> I finally found him in a cave. Tracked it. so it's like little level sevens Stock like much? fighting things. And this is like a level eighty five priest come up out of nowhere. Throw a pumpkin at you. <laughs> and I'm like, way bye.
1: All right, no one would no Wait a minute. You didn't tell them you're going to do this?
2: No, no. This is an Alliance character. I'm playing horde.
1: Well, I know, but you had to create a level one shaman. Oh, no. Draenei, I did, I did not whisper
2: that person when I did. I just wrote down their name.
1: So you got a level one. You made a level one Drain Eye. Yeah. You ran around Exodon. I didn't
2: run around. I logged in just so I could do a slash who. Because if you do a who, oh, it will list people who are in the yes, zone. Yes, yes. But it only does it for your own faction. Right. So I just wanted a list. And I, for, I was running around for about 20 minutes. I was like, I have to see if there's even anybody in the zone.
1: Did you make a macro for the target? Or were you like four yeah. slash tar? No, I made a macro. Okay.
2: Yeah. I have a I have a macro that I always use for target. I just change the name.
1: <laughs> I just write another one. I deleted a bunch of macros the other day. I'm like, yeah. what is this? Um. So, Okay. You into you made a drain. Now you did a, you did this last year. You find out okay, and then you went back to your horde character, right? And you're flying around, right? Fly I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, Stupid, as you missed. So you're riding around and you're like target, 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 yeah. target, 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 target. Yeah. And you're like, oh, 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 because yeah. now now it it they they pop up on your yeah. screen. Yeah, and then
2: I can't find them. And then because you stop like and you start turning around, I'm
1: like where are they? Where are they? Yeah. No, and you're like looking on your map and you see like a little yellow dot. You're like, oh. yeah. yeah. And so oh, they're in the cave. You run into the cave. And they're all as, they're all like whack whack whack,
4: yeah. ah!
2: <laughs>
1: and you're just like Poof, you throw a pumpkin yes. at them and you wave and run away.
2: Yes, and she cheered. They for me. had
1: to to brick their shorts. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Oh my goodness, that would scare me.
2: Yeah,
1: but then I'd probably laugh.
2: Yeah, but it was awesome what you did. You made a gnome, and then we met underneath the bridge. <laughs> so you're trying to talk over Mumble to try to figure out where you were, because I couldn't tell you we were in opposite That's, factions. I was hiding
1: under the bridge. But I wanted, yeah. to keep, I wanted to get you to a safe spot, too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I was like, hey, I can't go you go. Yeah, they have level 90 guards to guard the starting <laughs> area for the Draenei. I'm like, they only have 90 guards in Stormwind or Orgrimmar. What is that?
1: Uh, you know those, uh, those uh, what you call them, those Draenei. They,
2: how can they have leveled up, though? They've been the same... They landed there at their crash site. They've stayed there. Well, How'd they go from level 60 to level 90?
1: They flipped the six for a
2: nine.
1: Mm. I don't know. <laughs> they did what they did. They did and they did. Yeah. So, hey, next uh, Tuesday, come up in just a couple of days, we'll have the second part of uh, our list of what we want to see in the next expansion. Until then, thank you for listening to another episode of HearthCast. Uh, Just like everybody else did today, you can submit your questions, comments, uh, anything you want to talk about, you can do so. Just email the show at contribute at HearthCast.com. If you don't want to email us, we do have a website submission form over at HearthCast.com. You can use that, or you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, if you don't like doing any of that, you can always call our HearthCast hotline at 407-520-5342. Again, that Twitter address uh, for us, just going for the show, is at Hearthcast you want to talk to me, at HearthCast Root. you want to talk to Freckleface, it's at HearthCast Freck. And if you want to go check out our Facebook page, it is at facebook.com forward slash HearthCast. We would again love to thank all of our sponsors. That is guide System.com, Riptide Software, Noxit.com, of course, youtube.com forward slash Carnage1320. And please go check out uh, grabwowgold.com. Uh, just go over there, just let them know that you heard her here on the show and that you want to check out what he's doing over there.
2: And don't be selfish. Share us with your friends. Raise us on iTunes or give us a link for a blog. We will link back. And stay tuned. Until, uh, after the show, we have a very special, insightful interview with um, Demonic Rick. A little bonus one there for a you. A
1: bonus interview bonus with uh, interview. Demonic Rick. Yeah. And uh, until next time, this has been Root. And Ferkleface. For HearthCast.com.
0: It's about our
3: world of
1: talking the other day about, you know, you doing all the uh, the interviews at um, BlizzCon. Um, can you give us your synopsis of your conversation with Ghostcrawler, please? Uh-huh. And what else did he say? Oh, okay. So, you there are going to be midget pandas in the game. Um, that's exciting. Did you ask him about other players with uh, or other characters rather with uh, with disabilities? I see okay, well, that's good information for us to have for our listeners this is something you know we don't always get the opportunity to talk with Ghost Crawler. Uh, He has since, uh, you know, always ignored our conversations. I think it's just because he doesn't quite understand us, but I see you're making a a personal connection with him. Did he tell you about, you know, what kind of foods he likes to eat? I see. So, uh... no, I didn't know your girlfriend played. Oh, that's right. You did tell us. I'm sorry, I do apologize for that. Yay, yeah, a mage. Yes, yeah, you told her she played a mage. But I told you that I thought she should be a healer, right? So, yeah, Demonic Rick, this probably has been uh, your best segment to date. And I'm sure our listeners will agree that uh, they all love enjoying having you on the show and you being part of HearthCast. And I just wanted to thank you for your continued efforts and uh, and actually having this interview. It's been a really good time. I really appreciate your time coming on. Likewise.